Right, welcome back to another Seek Your Strength Shit Talk podcast. Do we call it the Seek Your Shit Talk podcast? Well, I suppose this is this is kind of the main podcast episode, isn't it? Is it? Because um, well, I suppose we haven't put up, a, we haven't really done, we've done only about one podcast in the last month, I'd say, or more. Yeah. So after March was like nearly two full years, I think, of, since we started the podcast. Yeah. And um, we over 100 episodes, more than 100 episodes, I think. And we just kind of, uh, since we've been, we're in the new office, right? And we kind of move into that. Lockdown was ending. And then we kind of, not that the podcast fell by the wayside, but we just, um, it was lower on the priority list for a few, yeah, for yeah, a few yeah. weeks, I suppose. And we probably just need a small break from making main topic podcasts as opposed to the shit talk podcast. Yeah. Even though I know today's is a shit talk, but we'll be back on, back on, uh, on the gravy train with the main topics. Yeah, we'll probably do a proper shit talk podcast to the end of this week. Yeah. Um, but today we're probably just going to talk about what what Seek is looking like right now. It's like the podcast version of the old business vlogs. Uh, and right now we are sitting, looking out over Cork City. So we've a gorgeous view. Penthouse office suite. Uh, <laughs> So we spent the last week kind of doing this place up. We got the keys last Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yeah, last Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we're, we're in here a week. What day is today? Wednesday. Thursday. It's Thursday. Today is Thursday? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so we're in here a week and one day. And what we've done so far is we tore out all the old stuff. There was loads of old furniture in here. We cut that up, brought it to the dump, met a hilarious man at the dump. And oh, gave yes. us a quick manual handling course. What did he say? Again? He said, uh, bend the knees, keep the back straight. But he was just like, he was definitely microdosing something when he was just like, oh, that's retro, man. And oh, he was off his game. He's like, that's retro. What's, is that what he said? It was like retro? Uh, that's some retro shit right there. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I love it. And then yeah. uh, he was just like monologuing to himself. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely. Also, the dump is so creepy because obviously the dump gets a lot of kids' toys. Mm-hmm. So things like toy cars that kids would sit in and drive around and as well as like huge teddies and stuff so the road into the dump is lined with all of these huge teddies and like huge big life-size dolls that are like wired to the fence and then over the the little kind of what would you call them archways where you drive in to pay Uh, yeah yeah and the barriers are they have all the cars lined up on top so it literally looks like you're driving into a forgotten disneyland mad max scene yes it's so fucking weird it's eerie yeah i don't know what the idea was of um of putting those up or i don't know what the uh the idea was i don't know if it was like a charity thing or something or but no they just way. loads of teddies all over this wire mesh yeah. gates and wire mesh tunnels and stuff it was just so strange but uh <laughs> we got rid of the old there was like a load of old furniture in here <clears throat> that's all gone put down floorboards uh painted the walls there's a stag's head hanging there. Yeah. Uh, there's a neon sign coming. Well, hopefully there's a neon sign coming. Did we order that? Uh, not yet. I'm still waiting to get her back from with a different font. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah, So we're getting yeah. like a blocky font. And then... And some acoustic panels coming next week. So like that acoustic <clears throat> foam, mm-hmm. that's going to be backed with MDF board. And like an MDF board or either side just to make it look nice. And we also... Oh, we have the power desk. Oh, the power desk. Fitzy made uh, up an extreme uh, power desk. It? It was a group effort. The uh, oils painted by an extreme power desk. Yeah. I think we're, we're like, we've still kind of another like five or six things to do, like 
yes. not project things skirting boards boxing off those yeah things over there joint panel or yeah. joint seeker strength um it's very exciting yeah it is uh we still haven't got the youtube bit right the studio bit uh it's no not so really we've like a little standing desk i must do that actually yeah are we gonna stand or sit though is the thing adjustable I'd like adjustable, yeah. I'd prefer to be sitting, I think, more than sitting yeah. and leaning on a desk. Sitting and leaning forward can be quite good. I might do today's video at my desk. At your desk? I might try it and see what happens. I know the, the it doesn't background. Look, it might be okay, though. It might be funky. Like it might be That could be modern art in some circles. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, but it could be. Like <laughs> It could be. Um, yeah, behind the one's back right now. So, like, the wall until two-thirds of the way down is painted. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the line to which it's painted is very, very rough because we just made sure it would cover it down as far as the acoustic panels. What we should have done was painted a straight line anyway, uh, just for the for the, the period of time. But sure, look. Why did we do that? I don't know. So we're getting MDMF panels and then we're going to put the acoustic on top of them. Yeah. And basically, that should be... The acoustics in the room are a little bit hollow. I don't. You probably can't hear it on this, but uh, they're a small bit maybe on, on the videos. So, And then we need to start out lighting. So we have her. Not so cheap, but reasonably lower budget lighting yeah. that we've bought like last year, which have done the job. And I'd say they're probably going to do the job here too. I think they will as well. Yeah. And we just need to, what else do we need to do? Just get some blinds to the window. Yeah. So it's a pretty small office space, but it does exactly what we needed to. Uh, the only problem for Fitz is it's up 72 flights of stairs. Hey, 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 not just for Fitz. <laughs> I don't Jesus. mind walking up. Well, my problem is there's the debt elevator. Yeah. There's See, you hate the lift. Yeah. And I hate the stairs. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a, there's an elevator, but it's like an old, is he French elevator? Like an French, old, I think, yeah. He said the mechanics have to come from like France, or they have to get parts. Parts from France, oh, parts yeah. from France. And it's uh, up until recently, like last year or something, one of our friends downstairs, one of Fitz's buddies has his company <laughs> and they use a couple of employees and they're getting stuck in it wholesale, uh, which was concerning for me. <laughs> and uh, not so concerning for Fitz though. No. So that's... Uh, I mean, the extra neat doesn't go astray for me, so I'm I'm pretty happy. It wouldn't go astray for me either, to be no. honest. Extra neat doesn't go astray for anyone. No, it does. You do get a bit of an ass and calf pump. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because there's like I haven't counted them yet, but I was counting something. But there's the, there's like there's like ten flights of stairs. They're not that. There's like ten steps per flight or whatever. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're four stories up anyway. And like to be fair, each of those steps for you is like six foot like yeah Joe, for a normal person well new box step ups for the whole thing like yeah you know because so. you're definitely getting your knee to 90 degrees oh my god that, that's where the pain is that's where the sharpest pain is and the pain is more on the way down and up you know it's uh, equal <laughs> but the good thing about the elevator though is if you get trapped you can just you can pull the doors apart you can violently open the doors yeah however one of the problems with that is um the doors aggressively close so as soon as you press open as soon as it hits its apex for open it comes straight back at you yeah and for some reason, right, the outside panel, you cannot stop it. You have to apply, like, as much force. No, as I, I'm pretty sure it would crush a car. Yeah, but then there's an inside bit. If you touch it, it just whips back automatically. Yeah. So it's... Uh, it makes no sense either because the outside bit... Yeah. Which should be, like, your leading edge should have your sensor on it. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's a recessed panel. <laughs> yes, yes. Which means... <laughs> which... But you know what, though? That's probably better if you're trying to open it from the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when you're inevitably trapped in there. So if anyone yeah. has seen on Netflix the elevator, that's uh, Cecil Hotel. Oh, what's it called again? Cecil Hotel, is it? Yeah, yeah. But well, What's the name of the series? Is it just the Cecil Hotel or Cecil Hotel? No, I think there's a name for it. But that is, if you imagine that elevator at that level of um, dire straits, 
This is twice as much. Those the CCTV camera from that is so weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, people be watching that when we disappear in that oh, elevator. Jesus. So um, we had bringing up the power desk up the stairs was. Oh my god, it was harrowing. So we had the top probably weighs like sixty kilos, maybe, mm. maybe a bit more or less the wood. But that was actually not that bad. But those <laughs> the box iron brackets underneath, it's like three mil box iron. It doesn't even weigh that much. But it was so... What, what, just awkward. Like, what length is it? Like six foot? It's 70, seven foot? 70 centimeters high and then it's eight feet long. Yeah. So bringing that up the stairs was... was um, I was testing on Fitz's lockout because he ended up on the bottom. I ended up <coughs> somehow on the bottom both times. I don't know how that happened. Like, don't know how that I happened. Don't know what happened. No. Uh, so top edits if really too. So we brought that up and we were sweating profusely. But it got up here. And then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're nearly we're we're working at the moment, which is great. Yeah, but we won't be doing the video until it's uh, finished, yeah. I think. Yeah, so there's like a few bigger projects that we're probably hoping to conclude on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we planning to stick the, the the plaque or no the logo? The logo. I'm just gonna like small little really thin screws to hold it in place, but mainly it'll be held in by Tech Seven, which to those of you who aren't mm-hmm. over our side of the pond, it's Tech like, Seven is the most aggressive sealant adhesive ever it's uh it's like tiger seal <laughs> it's like if, <laughs> if you, you wanted to if you wanted to change the wheel in your car but you didn't want to have to screw the lug nuts back in mm-hmm. you could just put tech 7 on like the inside of the rim mm-hmm. and push it onto the car yeah pretty sure it would hold it you'd never get it back out though <laughs> no 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 you'd have to scrap the car so that'll be going up so it's like um <clears throat> raised matte yeah. black paint as well yeah the skull turned out really well. So there's a skull, if you've seen in the video, or any of the videos, probably by the time you see this, uh, it depends when it goes up, but um, fits at a Seekist egg. And my my personal best Seekist egg, seven pointer. Primed five coats of black paint, was it? Four coats? No, I gave it three coats of primer and then two coats of black paint. Three coats of primer? Yeah. So that turned out really well, except for the fact that when we brought it in, when Fitz brought it in, I was like, that looks phenomenal. And then... Uh, I was like, let's put it up on the wall. So we're like, we'll put it behind. And then Fitz had already drilled a hole in the wall before we decided where to put it. And I was like, Fitz, I don't think we should put it there. And then he just had already put yeah, in the screw. It's just already up. And then his mother came in to have a look at the office and also agreed with me that it was looks like that's too low. And um, here we are now. So we have a stag in the wrong place and we're going to have to move it. <laughs> and we're going to have a hole in the wall. But ah, a tiny hole. You had a drill in your hand and you just couldn't stop yourself. No. Couldn't stop I yourself. didn't want to. You your Mickey in your hand. Yeah. You couldn't just let You're it go. You're standing there, Mickey in hand. Yeah. Couldn't let it go. Yeah. So on the <laughs> to look at the wall, the background, mm-hmm. we have a diagonal downward slope. Mm-hmm. On the top half, we have dapple grey, which is actually just an off white. Wait, is on, that not night jewel three? No, the oh, bottom dapple half. Gray. Oh yes. And then the bottom half, we have night jewel two. I, I love I love the, the name. Strangest paint name ever. Uh, the nails, the names on on paints are just phenomenal. Yeah, um, like they have like Prince of Darkness yellow, <laughs> um, Baby Bottom blue. Yeah, just like fucking Tyrannosaurus blue, um, just ridiculous names and things. Like there's there was eight different night jewels. Yeah, no need for all that. different all different forms of slightly warm matte grey. And the man in his late fifties had just started working there, and he couldn't mix paint, which I yeah. thought was kind of strange. I this was an unusual scenario. Sure, look. It's not strange; it's just unusual. That's probably yeah, a better yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know he was getting trained, which is a new lease of life, and it's great to see. Yeah, very happy. We're for getting him. a neon seeker strength sign. Yeah, I was saying that. Also, yeah, mm-hmm. I've had some people saying we should get a pink neon seeker strength sign, but I don't want it because the gym in Bandon 
the colors originally were going to be black and white right and then they suddenly ended up becoming vibrant magenta pink no and bl- royal blue i'm not even a pink neon sign would look nice but it looked terrible against night jewel too yeah and dapple gray. like that's the thing the the blue neon we're going for i think is going to be are we going to get some fairy lights for the, no, the horns no absolutely no 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 oh, we'll have to no no we're not no you've got the side we're putting it so i'm going to put some fairy lights on Garf. the horns Garf, we'll have to this is it look great no it won't look it's fucking great it's going to be the background of a Garf. video no we're someone said the sag looks like giving you Hannibal vibes so yeah gonna, and I like that no we're going to have to loosen it up Sorry no we're not no no, no 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 it's a 50% decision on everything and you got to decide so you shouldn't have drilled holes before you're ready so firstly we can patch the hole it's no biggie but we're, we're not how putting, much more dapple grey do you think we have we, we have 7 litres left that's going to rob a sample no we're going to have to put fairy lights on it no it's it, we're fairy not lights doing fairy wire. lights or what? Barbed wire or fairy lights? Barbed wire, look. Yeah, as if it didn't give off enough strange, dark vibes to start with. Yeah. And I don't know what else we'll do with the background with the for the YouTubes. I think, we're, were we saying a potted plant? Maybe. In the corner, maybe. W- yeah, it's hard to know, did we fuck up with the lighting? We're definitely going to need more lighting in the office. Um, I think once we get the, the stand lights, it's going to be perfect. So we can control it. Yeah, yeah, we should get um, should get those ones you know keep in the smoking area keeps you warm, <laughs> <laughs> just to keep things fresh. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so that's um, that's mostly that with the office really. In other news, mm-hmm. I haven't trained in two weeks. Have you not trained in two weeks? No, not since Bandon. Not since Bandon, no. Why not? Because we we're building this, mm-hmm. and then spend two days on the desk, and all that stuff makes my back really sore. How sore is your back now? Oh, my back is grand now. Yeah, and physical labour for some reason murders your lower back, which is the story of a lot of people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of pain is it? Ah, it's just achy. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just a kind of... Sorry, it's not sore. It's just where you're like, I don't really want to go and train. And why should I go and train, girl? Um, <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I can't convince you otherwise. In other news, on the meme front... Yeah. The meme of no contact, snatch and clean max outs mm-hmm. is kind of taking off a bit. But no one's doing no contact cleans, you no, see. No, it's not we're really all a meme. Bitches. I just wanted to see what people would do. And uh, people have not not taken up the effort on the no contact clean, except for Aaron. And he's yeah. on 155. I was trying to get Gable to do no contact clean. But I wonder, is he concerned that he might be able to do much more than 150? Mm. It's uh, No contact cleans are no joke. No. It's actually. It's so much easier to do no contact snatch closer to your max weights than there's no contact cleans. So, um, like the difference between 140 and 50 is pretty big. So, kudos to Aaron for pulling through. I'm very it. happy with Aaron. Aaron's one of my athletes. Well, he's a Sikh athlete, but I coach him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's doing very good. So, I'm still... A bit of a proud mom moment. <laughs> so, Gabriel did like 120, no contact, no problem. He did it for doubles and stuff. And it looked he looks like he could do like 130, maybe 135 probably, no problem. But he didn't do the clean either, and I tried to convince him to do the clean. So I'm not sure why he's holding so out. So disappointing. Load of people, not a load of people. A couple of people have tagged me in no contact snatches, but um, yeah, uh, one lad did like 126. So that's actually the highest no contact snatch is 126. But no clean, no, no clean. What is it? I wonder. Is it that people are so reliant on big quadsy smashing the the clean? A lot of us are like. That's probably it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot more difficult. Like you've got to be skillful. People are very, very bad at pulling themselves into the bear on mm-hmm. cleans. Yeah. Even if you watch people do power cleans to parallel, mm-hmm. 
it's a skill that many, many people get quite heavy clean and jerks without ever learning. But Aaron's smashy in the cleans and he did a 155. No, Aaron is crashy in the cleans. Oh, he's crashy. He is not yeah, smashy. Yeah, he's not smashy. He's sma- yeah, he's crashy. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's, yeah, that's actually probably why he was so good at the no contact yeah. clean because he just rushed under the barbell, which is very useful for those no contact cleans. Absolutely. Um, it's a weird little skill to have, like. So, in, like, in, in other other news, other, other news, I think. Um, other news? I didn't think we were getting onto the dairy farming section. <laughs> uh, you're in denial, Fitz. <laughs> like an Egyptian fish. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. So, plans for the summer, are plans for the podcast. I don't think we've got. So, we're looking at Romania in August, and that's looking very promising. So, yeah. that's looking, like, so promising. We looked at flights today. Um, so I will be likely heading to UK to do some commentating with Zach and Seb for the Olympics. The Olympics. The Olympics by the Olympics kid. Then Romania after that, and then myself Fitz will probably be back to London at some point within the next probably two months. Yeah. For some seminars with our friends in formerly known as In Touch, and now they're Ascension Training. So they are opening up a new facility there in South London, wasn't it? Yeah, by Wimbledon, I think. It was by Wimbledon. That was the old yeah. one. I wonder the new one is. So we're heading over there to do some seminars with their clientele, and then we'll be doing some education seminars. On the point of In Touch. Go on. I don't know if Shireen owns the company, but they sent us some T-shirts yes. from the company called Courage Under the Bar. Fit great. C-U-B. Yes. If you're looking for very nice training T-shirts, mm-hmm. long sleeve, the one I'm wearing them on one of the squat vlogs, mm-hmm. and it says shut up and squat. Oh, great. Phenomenal. Great t-shirt, lovely fit. Baseball tees always make you look more jacked. Yeah. Mm. Also, the previous athlete we were just talking about, mm-hmm. Aaron, full beef McKinnon mm-hmm. on Instagram. I don't know where that comes from, I don't know where but he from. has full beef t-shirts. I'm actually wearing one right now today, Yeah, and it's a lovely t-shirt. But we're heading over there to the lads to do some seminars with their clients and then some education work with their coaches for yeah. a day. So we're going to with their their big team of coaches and how to uh, different areas of strength training and some weightlifting and to our own clothes so we are so last year we did we were planned to do two launches of the apparel and we got one done and that went great and we're very happy with that one and then we came for the second one and we're trying to get that up by like June and then we not big issues with the supplier just issues with the supplier just the issue of not being able to get stuff from them. Yeah. So we put the caboose on that because <laughs> we went into our second lockdown and then we entered our third lockdown. But we are looking at new a new supplier, the new different suppliers for Sikistan matching tracksuits and matching tops and bottoms. Yeah. And we will be getting <laughs> some nice long sleeves. Was probably our main goal with these. And then we'll see how that goes. So that was probably in May now. So realistically, it would be, I would imagine July, probably. July, August, I'd yeah. say. By the time there will be live for people to go. Depends how fast these things take, but we're going outside of Ireland at the moment because it's um can be difficult to deal with suppliers in Ireland for some reason. Um, Maybe we won't go into that now, but maybe another no. time. But it's uh, a unique thing where they're the only gig in town, some of them, Many of them. Yes, but they just... And have no interest in doing business. <laughs> but you think they'd have interest in business with people who are trying to do a couple of hundred orders. Like, oh man, it's think, just so bad. Like, you contact other suppliers outside the country. Like, we rang, we contacted one last year in the UK, mm. and they were so eager to get business. Yeah. 
But then the ones in Ireland that we're trying to contact was like, they were doing us a favor, which. Oh, and like they're doing you a favor by answering the phone. Yeah. and sending, But then they wouldn't call you back. Yeah. And sending samples and stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't get it. Like I've just. We, so anyway, we've got a difference where we're trying to see some samples yeah. and we'll see how that looks. Um, Obviously, so it wasn't as feasible last year for us to do the stock management and stuff but we'll have a better system this year hopefully probably limited time i would say well, i think we're just going to do a week not a week no it'll be yeah. longer than a week in the last time it went in two days we should have stopped it then no i'd say probably like two or three weeks let's give people a chance but we'll let people know well in advance yeah to um you'll be able to pre-order as well yes so make sure you're looking out for that one uh, i'm excited to get those because i love having clothes that i can wear yeah it's there's good. nothing better than getting new merch and same stuff you can wear every day, like yeah. That's just the thing that takes the decision out of it. Uh, is really what makes you a millionaire. That's what they say about <laughs> who's it? Zach, um, Elon, Elon Zach, Elon Musk, Elon Musco, and I think that's kind of our plans. So I'm looking forward to seeing Gaby Poodles in uh, August. Yeah, looking forward to doing the commentary with Zach and Seb if we can make it happen, and. Looking forward to doing the sem- really forcing seminars again. Yeah, really. Jeez, I love doing seminars. Yeah, it's great. You don't get to coach in person at all anymore. Well, it's probably yeah, yeah. Seminars are great because you can get in, get out. You know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I see the same people every day. Like, like it would be nice to do like two classes. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to do two classes and then not go back for three weeks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I kind of miss the buzz of being in front of a group of weightlifting people. Yeah. Um. Actually, that makes me remind me. We might be doing. So last year, so last summer, we'd originally planned to do a weightlifting camp. And obviously, for, <laughs> for obvious reasons, the global pandemic came through hard and put the caboose on that, on the weightlifting camp. But we were thinking about it, Fitz is throwing out the idea of doing it later yeah. this year, like mid, early autumn, maybe. Yeah, maybe October time. Uh, we'll see how that transpires. We'll see yeah. how things global travel is going. Yeah, I think we could definitely, because the camps are going to be quite limited numbers anyway, mm-hmm. we're probably going to make that happen, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we could fill it domestically before we'd have to go abroad, you know? There was a lot of interest from abroad the last time, though. Yeah, um, huge amount. So it would probably be, like, just barely in the double digits for a number of people we could have. Yeah, probably a dozen people is... The most, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, we would probably be able to accommodate. So we're probably looking at something like a three or four day, probably four days, I'd say, realistically. Yeah. Our original plan was to give people a program, get in contact with them like a month before, get them on a program for them, so get some kind of setup. Yeah, and maybe just so they run their program four days a week. Mm-hmm. They have a Facebook group mm-hmm. that we just pop in and out of, uh, just so people are kind of when they arrive, everyone knows roughly what everyone else is doing. Yes, and then we're very structured, so it would be. Don't think about it like going to a seminar or going to a just like a novel holiday training camp think of it as like you literally be able to base a lot of your training for the next 12 to 24 months off it yeah and we'll try get people set up for it so by the time they're coming into it they'll have like three weeks of the way we kind of program or four weeks even yeah so then they're kind of really ready for it because there's no onboarding phase then when they actually get to the camp uh, that's the problem with seminars as well like you get mm-hmm. 15 to 20 people in a gym and then when you ask everyone to start warming up there's usually like the 40 minutes of, oh, I can't do this now. Yeah. I yeah. find it very difficult to lift a barbell. Yes. You're like, oh, and you came to a weightlifting seminar. You know, what's my big problem <laughs> is body weight. 
I just they catch me every time. Benching that was great. Yeah. But bodyweight squats. No. So I coached a crossfitter in weightlifting a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. She's talented enough, like had heavy lifts, but like literally down to the bodyweight squat had to be changed. It like yeah. squat mechanics for a bodyweight air squat were wrong. Get you a snatching over 60 kilos. I'd make the argument that weekend seminars are actually more productive for coaches. Yeah. You can learn a lot of things. And the thing with coaching is you have to go try things in your athletes and see how they work out. So what would be great for coaches is you come for a day or two or whatever and we give people information and give them all these ideas about weightlifting or these things that work practically, you know. And then they go try them on someone for a month or six months on 10 different people. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, that works really well. And then they'll figure out that, oh, hang on. So they said, the lads, this probably wouldn't work for everyone. And if someone is, like, let's say you have an athlete who, really talented athlete, but for some reason, like one in every 20 talented athletes, for some reason, doesn't do well with a lot of reps in the snatch yeah. and jerk. Whereas they'll do better with the same amount of volume, but it's all singles. And they'll be like, oh, this must be one of those athletes. And they'll try it out. And then they'll keep doing those singles with them and they'll learn it works. So you just give them a lot of ideas about how things work. And then they can kind of get a lot from it. Whereas seminars, people, some people learn a lot from it, but then other people just go back to the classes or whatever. And, yeah. you know, it's up to people whatever they enjoy from whatever they enjoy. You know, it's not for us to, like, if you just like going to a seminar to learn things about weightlifting, then that's perfect. Then that's you know? perfect. Yeah, you're just going for the crack. But if you're going to a seminar to radically change your weightlifting, it's probably not what's going to happen just to... yeah. I think coaches tend to show up with better questions yeah, than a lot of athletes. Like A lot of athletes, the questions are so insular that, that the answer to that question won't be applicable to them in mm-hmm. three months' time, you know? Like a question of, oh, this weird thing is happening where the bar is slightly slanted overhead in my snatch. Mm-hmm. You're like, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, Just fix everything to do with your snatch. Whereas a coach probably has the scope of 20 people he's thinking about and be mm. like oh this is interesting yes i've seen this happen in five different people when we do x y and z and then you can be a small bit more do you know what actually i think it's probably more that actual weightlifters would get a lot from a weekend seminar or a day seminar but it's like, not actual weightlifters go to no it's like full-time weightlifters would probably get a lot from things um where they would you'd be like you know what you're really bad at is uh Pulling under the barbell and the clean. Yeah. As soon as for the next six months, they're like, okay, lads, I'm really bad at pulling under the barbell and the clean. And they're just trying to fix that, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, uh, if you're coming out of a seminar, I suppose, from the point of view of how much can my weightlifting get from this, as opposed to, I really enjoyed that seminar. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Weightlifting's kind of cool. Maybe I'll try more weightlifting. Because there's people who run seminars and they're, their marker of success is how many PBs people hit at the seminar. I was and just you're like, say that. buddy, yes. that is not it. That ain't it. That's no. not even partially it, you know? No. Because the issue is, that's nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, if I go and fucking whoever, I'm not even going to say someone's name, whatever weightlifter's there, mm-hmm. they do a seminar, I hit a PB there. Like, that has nothing to do with the weightlifter. Mm-hmm. Like, you may as well have had a good DJ there, and they're about as, <laughs> like, they're about as fucking influential. If you had a thousand milligrams more caffeine, you would yeah? have been as, Yeah. Like, that's to do with your last eight months of training. Yeah. That's why you hit the PB, not because yeah. someone did a really cool complex with a barbell beforehand. And like people do hit PBs at our seminars, you know? Everybody hits PBs, but that's not how we'd measure success. No, that's completely like, yeah. like that's just the hype of someone kind of like someone they respect watching them. Everyone else is lifting. 
they probably haven't had a chance before to, everyone's having a great time yeah but they haven't had a chance before to lift at a, a seminar or like a full couple of hours of just weightlifting you know yeah. time to warm up properly learn some proper movements and then like they do make gains you know absolutely yeah but like how many people make pbs at your seminars isn't really um, isn't the mark of like thing with, like it's not clock off we were talking about here but people went to clock off seminars just to see clock off lift oh and i i would go to clock off seminar mm-hmm. if clock off a seminar coming up soon near me mm-hmm. i would go to it like i would fail to expect to not really learn anything useful no but i just want to see clock off i want to be around him i want to see an alia go full <sighs> clock off that's what i want to see i've been happy on this for ages uh, my favorite video on the internet is kings of prussia mm-hmm. Ilya klakov and who's the third person Vasily Polyakov. Yeah. yeah oh my fucking god and they rock up to some uh crossfit gym on the east coast of the u.s it's snowing and raining mm-hmm. they're just like laughing putting on deep heat in the bathroom did you see that clip where Ilya jumps out of the van van and he's like what's up in words yeah yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah you cannot say that yeah it's that it is like but that's that's dream boat material like you you literally could not i want to see hair thinning pimples everywhere yeah I'm joe when he has the pimples high on his forehead he's on so many sti- oh. he's so many stimulants that he can't calm down he can't stop yeah. from the room oh i just want to see that that's what i want to see because i never particularly enjoyed the aesthetic of clock off's lifts i really enjoyed his jerk and his push press yeah but he actually his clean jerk was quite nice to be fair. But I I, I said his snatch was not aesthetic. So the no, weights are it's impressive. incredibly impressive. But yeah. it's not aesthetic. It's not something you'd base your snatch off. Like his snatch weights are phenomenal, obviously. But the the way he lifted wasn't pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it wasn't bad, of course. It just wasn't like whoa. you know, Gabriel yeah, lifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus, or seeing Elia come in and do two forty clean and jerks at a <sighs> seminar, two twenty clean and jerks would would really tickle my my, uh, my gooch yeah you know just a little just little a chub. little fanny tingle like <laughs> if Ilya was doing two 220 clean jerks like and unfettered ones you know yeah there is talks maybe it's too soon well maybe the podcast listeners are kind of are a little bit more um we talk with some people we'll see what the story is maybe for a bigger event next year and we'll see yeah. how things go so but please now yeah when we tell you these things yeah don't start fucking messaging us and asking us when the event is no, no. or what the event is. We'll um, we'll have to iron out some stuff. But we were thinking about doing one last year, but um, we might be combining forces with yeah a some, few other names. Yeah, so we might be doing something something maybe something cool next year. It'll, it'll, it actually is an astronomical amount of work. Yeah, uh, but it'd be a shame to go like ten years down the line. We're like, Jesus, why didn't we do that after? Yeah, it would just be so much work. But um. Between the, f- the the couple of us who would be involved in it, surely could pull it off. Yeah. Um. Absolutely, I think we could. It's definitely feasible. It would just be, be so exciting. Oh, it'd be so much fun. Um. So we'll um. Maybe it's obviously logistically as well. It just makes my balls single thinking about <laughs> all the organising. So like, uh, that probably won't be a thing until next year, early next year. So, but we'll we'll see. I think it could happen. Yeah. It, oh, it could definitely happen. It could happen if it, if it if it's the foot is put to the If foot. everyone stays on top of it, it could definitely happen. Seventy five percent of the people involved would definitely stay on top of it. <laughs> One other person, but they will also be useful. And he knows it too. He knows does it. He? I'd say he does. I'd say. No, but I'd say he'd come true in the end, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big uh, time. Whereas the um the other person would be very on top of those things. I yeah. feel like, you know, if they said Oh absolutely incredibly organized. Yeah. So I think it, it could be a very cool event. It'll be a weightlifting S thing. We need to iron out a lot of stuff with it. Um, 
the country where it would be on and stuff is is an issue. Uh, it's not a super total <laughs> an issue. Where like who's going to get an issue over here? Who's going to drug test who? Like <laughs> you know, some countries drug people test people as soon as they get off the plane. Like Jesus Christ. I I I'd, I'd say we can say confidently now. Yeah. That that's not where the issue is going to be. It would be an issue, you know. Do you, would it? Well, like if you compete, you'll have to test positive. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't think it'd be a super total, but it'll be no, no. But it it'll what? be clock out power weekend esque, but more weightlifting. Yeah, it'll be more variance. I think. Yeah. You know what I was kind of thinking as well. I was like, snatch the straps would be a great one. Yeah, that'd be phenomenal for everyone. But straight cleaning jerks, I don't think people. Most people don't have a set of cleaning jerks. To be fair, right? And we like it, it depends who's there. So you want to see a cool variant of a clean and jerk. So you'd like to see jerk from rack, for example. Jerk from rack would be massive. Yeah. The other, like, you don't have too many options. Like, you've clean front squat jerk. Because you couldn't do something like clean pull plus clean plus jerk. Because how would you judge the pull? A hang clean might be something. A hang clean plus jerk? Yeah. You still won't get an aesthetic jerk from that, though. Well, you get, people have nice hang cleans. Good weightlifters. Yeah, like yeah. Elite level weightlifters would have nice hang cleans, you know. Um. Or if you like snatching the floor with straps would be a great one because everyone's stra- snatch oh, gets nicer yeah. with straps. Yeah. But the clean and jerk then can get just people get fatigued and stuff, you know, and you want yeah. to come fresh. So it'd be like if you had like snatch from the floor with straps and then you had like like hang clean and jerk. So it's not going to be as heavy as their max and then you like a max back squat, you know. Yeah. Or a heavy back squat or something. Th- they'd be the ones. Heavy back squat would be the fucking one. Yeah, probably. Heavy. Like everyone wants to see mm-hmm. a few top lifters in the world go against each other back squatting. Yeah. 10 grand on the line. Jesus, it'd probably be more than 10 grand, I'd say. Yeah. So we'll see how all that goes. It might never happen. You might never hear anything about it ever. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how things go. So, um, yeah. I think we're, what, uh, what are we at? 34. Nice. You got anything else to say? No, I think that's good. Thanks very much for tuning back in. We're going to have a shit talk podcast coming out at the end of the week. So tune in for that. This is going up today. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have our 10K, 10,000 calories in a day challenge on Friday, the day of the Shit Talk podcast. So we might be pretty sleepy. <laughs> and um, is there anything else? No, so hopefully we'll be getting some few more guests in mind for the podcast and stuff and we'll be back on the main topic soon. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys.